So you're listening to Love Bass Love Talk on WNHHLP 103.5 FM, your home for community radio. You know, this is what it'll be like at the end of the day. You know, the end of the world, Harry. Things that just won't be working. You know what I mean? So you hear me on Webstream. So he hears me on Webstream. Okay, Paul. Is that, is that, he hears me somewhere. Yeah, he's hearing us now, so. Okay, he just sent a text saying, I hear y'all. Okay. Hear away. Um, it's International Women's Day. So imagine a gender equal world, a world free of bias, stereotypes, and discrimination, a world that's diverse, equitable, and inclusive, a world where difference is valued and celebrated. Together, we can forge women's equality. Collectively, we can all hashtag embrace equity. Celebrate women's achievement, raise awareness about discrimination, take action to drive gender parity. International Women's Day belongs to everyone, everywhere. Inclusion means all International Women's Day action is valid. Will you hashtag embrace equity in 2023? You're damn right. <laughs> You better. So uh, there's a lot going on today across the world. This is a this is a global, global, global celebration, raise, awareness raising. So uh, for women in the workplace, for women at home, for women in the streets, for women in the courthouses, for women in the in the in the operating rooms, women in hospitals. Uh, um, when, you know, women in choice, uh, women uh, helping make women make choices in healthcare, um, uh, empowerment of women worldwide. This is what International Women's Day is. You know, we want to support women in sport, all the things, sustainability, wealth, work, tech, health, you name it, we are about it. International Women's Day. <laughs> So today is the day. So I want y'all to be better humans today. Like to let today be the day you begin being a better human toward women. Do you know what I mean? And women be better toward women too. Let's hold each other up because we hold up the sky and uh, and we need help doing that. So it's International Women's Day. Uh, I get to run out to um, the Department of Corrections this morning after I get off air and go talk to the new class of um, corrections officers, um, you know, it's about 600 of them. So I get to do that this morning. And it's not gonna take long, maybe an hour. It's a, it's a few of us, like four of us, I think, uh, who are gonna speak to this incoming class. I don't know if they're graduating or incoming. I think they're incoming. I think they're at the very beginning of their training. Um, and so what we do is we bring them a sense of humanity. You know, just remind them that you are not the uniform that you are the person wearing the uniform and that really the difference between you and the person on the other side of those bars is not much <laughs> lest we forget because you know people 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 forget that you know we have this us them mentality um and and you know we we have an us them mentality uh around a lot of things so of course it would it will uh spill over into uh the unjust system of uh of the carceral system. Do you know what I mean? So 
anyway, let's just be better humans. So I, I get to take that message tomorrow, today, I'm sorry. I get to take that message today. Uh, I mean, I got a lot of things going on. Today is Jonathan's event, uh, Six Degrees of Separation Through Music in New Haven at the New Haven Museum. Uh, so if you're around, it's free, open to the public, six o'clock. Come and uh, allow yourself to, uh, you know, allow yourself to 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 understand the 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 degrees of separation in music in New Haven, because uh, New Haven is a music town. You know, we know about the jazz, but did we know, do most people know about the choral legacy and choir legacy of New Haven? So that's what you'll hear tonight. You know, Jonathan will talk about that tonight uh, and, and maybe some folks will sing or whatever, but, you know, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I, I'm very much looking forward to it. So I hope that you all will too. Uh, and the weather is good today. It's not raining. It's not doing anything. Pretty much most of the snow is uh, on its way, you know, on its way, on its way, gone. So we had a little, we had a little bit of a dusting. <laughs> uh, well, I think we got like four inches in New Haven. And uh, and people are very glad to see the snow. I, 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 I saw it overnight and I thought this is very pretty because I like the quietness and there's a whole thing about there's a science behind the quietness to the snow that um, people like. I'm one of those people that likes the quietness of the snow. So I went out on a porch and just, you know, took a little video of the, of the uh, quietness, even though cars were driving by it, you know, the snow just acts like a, a blanket over sound. So, so I like that part of it. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I like to take a walk on fresh snow because it's very quiet and uh, you just feel very nature. You just feel the earth, I think, when you're walking in the snow. So FYI, don't knock it until you try it. Um, give it a shot. Give it a shot. So anyway, it's not doing that now. Today is a bright, sunny day. And it's kind of going to be in the probably 50 degrees today. So whatever whatever snow that is there, uh, it's going to be gone. It's 34 now. So that's just above freezing. And uh, I think the temp, the high today is going to be 40, like 43. You know, tomorrow it'll get up to 53. So, so all you people fretting about the snow, it'll be gone in two days. Never to be seen again, except maybe Saturday. But it's warm on Saturday, so it might not be snow. It'll probably be rain. <laughs> so, so I don't want y'all to, you know, be all up in your feelings. So, yeah. So Paul Bass is out there scouring the scouring the mean streets of New Haven <laughs> for word on the street. I mean, that was a jackpot yesterday. I like, I like, I, and it was very timely to have somebody talk about um, high school, you know, STEM in schools. Not just high schools, but STEM, STEM in schools. Is there a message for me? I got to look and see. There's a message. <laughs> okay, we're up on Facebook. All right, thank you very much. Hi, everybody on Facebook. Nice to see y'all. Thank you for tuning in. We had some glitches. Y'all are faithful. Come through. Thank you. Um, so, so yeah, so that was that was a really nice conversation yesterday with uh, with the guy that was out walking his dog on a snowy day. 
who is a scientist uh, who is like, you know, jet, jumps back and forth between being a working scientist and a working school teacher. <laughs> so, uh, and, you know, he's given us a clarion call for, we got to know this stuff. We got to be prepared. We got to take advantage. We can't be left behind. So um, I'm with that. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so with it. So with it. So with it. So um, it's uh, Wednesday, International Women's Day. And uh, I'm sure there's activities going on all over the place. Um, luncheons and uh, celebrations and, you know, uh, you know, you know, you know, uh, and, and happy first day of March. It is March 1st. Happy March 1st. So I don't know what the weather will be like for this month, but, um, happy March 1st spring. We are marching towards spring in a big way. I cannot believe it. February went by so fast and it's women's history month. I tried to stack the paper this, this week to kick off Women's History Month with as much stuff as I possibly could. Um, and, you know, I'm always, I'm always about elevating uh, the awareness around the accomplishments of black women, black and brown women. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, so we're, we're, we're it's Women's History Month. And then um, I'm away the week of, I don't know, the 12th through the, I'm away the 12th through the 17th. I am at Storytelling Week and uh, I am helping to facilitate that. I'm going to be in a space and I'm excited by that. Storytelling Week is one of the, is a wonderful thing to sort of root you in your own personal story or any story that you want to tell. Um, and it gets you in touch with your own self. It's one of my favorite things. They normally host it Every time that I've gone, it's been held at the Mercy Center, which I love because it sits right there on the water, right there in the sound. It's just beautiful out there. Uh, and that's where I study spiritual direction. So I, I have an affinity for uh, the Mercy Center. Uh, but we couldn't get the Mercy Center as far as I, I understand. So we're at the Trinity Center, you know, up in Kent, which is equally beautiful. There's, a, I think there's some a river and I haven't been up there in a, in a good while. Um, but it's very pretty up there, woodsy, you could walk, you can take in nature, you know, it, it will feel like a retreat. So I am there, uh, while I'm there, Paul's going to take over the airwaves and launch some new stuff. <laughs> Don't ask me what, just tune in and be amazed and surprised. I don't know. I don't know what the rock's got cooking. <laughs> I know he cooking. So, uh, so tune in while I'm away. I mean, Harry will play the best of, uh, which, which will be cool. He'll play the best of. Um, and then Paul will have some time on air too during my, my hours and, uh, and launch some stuff. So I want y'all to tune in and check it out and, and give us some feedback if you dig it. Now, it's not going to replace me. It's, I think it's going to be ahead of me, um, but I think it's going to launch it. Um, in my time slot while I'm away because you know it's a lot of time I mean I you know I command two hours two hours of the day <laughs> I command two hours of the day 
uh, which is a no easy, easy fee. Uh, so, uh, so yeah. Anyway, uh, that's the thing. That is the joy of uh, having live radio and access to live radio. You can do what you want. And 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 this is a creative place. And no one no one can be uh, immune to the creativity that goes on in this town because there's so much of it. <laughs> Literally, so much creativity, so much. You could think of it. I mean, listen, I I have exhibited in two in two exhibitions. I, no one would say Babs is an artist. I'm not, but I am. So there's that. Uh, so I've got one more week, one more Monday uh, at the Creative Arts Workshop. And the exhibit runs through the 18th. I don't know what they got after that, uh, but it runs through the 18th. So I have to figure out a place to put this daggone bench. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I don't know what, I don't know how this is gonna go down or where it's gonna go or any of that because there, there, there is no room at the end, <sighs> you know. So, but well, I've got time to think about it. You know, I'll just try to figure out a, make some space here somewhere. And uh, uh, yeah, I just figure it out, and not be daunted by it. Just you know, three years, three years here, and. Uh, yeah. And three years pushed back on the plan that I had. That's all right. It's, you know, what's what's one more year? <laughs> we'll figure it out. Anyway, I had to find a place. Um, I, I was thinking about putting the bench on tour, so I'm not sure. I have not spent any time thinking about that because I've been spending my time thinking about, oh, I don't know, the LSAT. So I got up this morning. I did. um. I did some of my homework, some of it, not all of it. Uh, I got up at five. I did some of my homework. I'm trying to finish the rest of it this evening. Um, at the very least, um, tomorrow morning, you know, because I don't have that much to do. Uh, but but it's a lot. Like, you know what I mean? Like, even though it's not that much to do, it's a lot to do. So, so I got to get that done and uh, figure that out. Uh, anyway, huh, let's see. What else can we get into? Oh, you know, uh, the bike world, the New Haven bike world lost uh, a member of its family, uh, Martin de Jesus Flores. Uh, he was a member of the University of New Haven and the Bradley Bike Street uh, Co-op. Um, he passed away unexpectedly last Friday, um, and so they are they are feeling that loss acutely. The Bradley Street bi Bicycle Co-op folks, um, and so uh, it's you know it's painful, and so I just want who if if y'all know any of the bike Bradley Street Bike Co-op people, and you knew Martin De Jesus Flores, uh, just let let them know that um, WNHH particularly love Babs love talk is holding them in our prayers and it's a wonderful picture up um 
the New Haven Arts paper has put up of him on his bike uh, in, I think, by, in front of uh, the Bradley Bike Co-op. Co so uh, they feel it, and I, I feel it for them. So, yeah. Happy Women's History Month narrative project with all those women on staff. Happy Women's Day. Happy Women's Month. And it is. It's, it's Women's Month. It's International Women's Day. And it is uh it is uh women's month, women's history month. So there you go. Uh so there's a lot going on. Uh there's a lot going on, a lot going on. So if you read the New Haven Independent, there's a I think there's a story up about uh the Yale Cabaret. And, you know, Mike Twitty was telling me about this the other day. He was like, oh, you have to see it. You have to see it. I don't know when I'm going to um, get to see that. Uh, I, well, I, I'll keep reading and see when it ends. You know, the Yale Cabaret stuff doesn't tend to stay for like weeks and weeks and weeks. So uh, um, I'm going to try to see what I can catch. And and by catch, I mean squeeze into because time. Uh, Ione is... Uh, playing at Toad's Saturday, I think Saturday. And uh, that's going to be fun. He's a musician. And that should be lots of fun. So uh, uh, let's see. Well, let me see. Is he, is it Saturday or Sunday? I didn't put it in my calendar or maybe it's Friday. I thought I put it in here. Hmm. Tomorrow, Anru is here because God knows we need to get our ancestral love on and convene and converse with the Orishas because it's been a it's been a couple of weeks. Uh, let's see. Friday, I've got Connie Connie Royster and Frank Mitchell on because they're going to be talking about the exhibit that's going on at the Q House at the uh, Tony and Window Harp Museum. And I believe there is an exhibit going on about Constance Baker Motley, who is Connie Royster's aunt. So I'm excited. I'm excited by that. I'm excited by that. I don't know where I put Ione. I thought I put him in my calendar. Natalie sent me a, the Schwarzman people sent me a, a press release. I got to go find it now because it's going to bother me. All right, so it's Thursday, tomorrow. It's tomorrow. Uh, the Fracture Excito. So uh, it's going to be at the lily pad at Toad's Place. If You you know where Toad's Place is, right there on uh, York Street, 300 York Street. So come and uh, check out photography and and music and project product product projection design and and dance lots and lots of dance so come if you if you got nothing to do on thursday night you want to shake it loose bust out the cobwebs and get yourself ready for uh oh it is i did have it on thursday um so come and be a part of that i think it's at eight o'clock although i gotta tell him i gotta tell them you know, eight o'clock, I'm usually trying to leave someplace. Hey, Paul Bass. 
Word on the Hi, street. Hi, Babs. How you doing? Good. I'm Just on, running I'm down on, events. I'm on Kensington Street with some gentleman named Gator. Yakety yak. No, no yak. Yak yak. <laughs> no, no yak yak. No yak yak. Gator. Yeah. And um, McGillan. McGill, that's McGillan right there. Okay. So these guys are involved. They got Kensington Square has all these houses. You know, it's not just big apartment buildings. It's houses around Kensington Square. And mm-hmm. they've been in the process for a couple of years now of fixing them up so the old buildings stay in shape. Right? Am I got it so far right? That's right. I should I call you Gator or Robert? Everybody knows me as Gator. That's good. So what's what's the word on the street today? What are you up to? Well, we're just uh, in here, uh, you know, getting this place straightened out. We got a uh, bunch of units to do over, you know, a certain period of time. And what's your job? Me right now, we're uh, painting, like uh, restoration. We, you know. So when you're doing restoration, so I notice this is more than just painting because you have the safety notice and everything is yeah. when it's restoration painting, is that different from just like I'm putting another coat of paint on my house? Like this looks like kind of gut rehab here. Everybody moves yeah, out. It's, it's full restoration of the building. Uh, everything. So how is the painting different then? Like what's your job involved when it's a restoration gut rehab? And, I mean, it's still painting, but you know, it just uh, you know, requires a little, a little extra uh, Work, you know? What kind of work? What kind of FC are you going to be doing uh, today? This, uh, I'm spraying today. And right what's now. involved in spraying? Uh, you really got to set it up, you know, get the machine, get the buckets, you know, get everything ready, make sure the walls are prepared. Um, so, what you did the prep work a different day? So, where like you prepared for the spray? Yeah, yeah that's done before we, uh, we spray. And what's this? Is this one coat of what color? These are three coats white on the ceiling, uh, let them off white on the walls. Uh, kitchens, bathrooms are, you know, different offset coats. And so there'll be three coats on every layer, like three layers? Yeah, yeah, three layers. And I didn't know that. I thought often people did two, like primer and one other layer. Why? No, this is a spec job, so it requires three coats. And what's the spec job mean? I'm sorry. It's just, um, you know, it's part of the requirement to, to work on these kind of buildings. It's a contract requires three coats mm-hmm. so that's, that's i've actually been in this building over the years i've been in this building over the years at the corner of edgewood and kensington yeah and it's part of um community builders they own like kensington square like yeah yeah, yeah. and so how long you've been doing painting we are over 40 years 40 years yeah, and and again i'm being a little ignorant here you keep saying painting restoration so that's a little different from just painting oh well, yeah it covers everything but is it kind of a specialty of painting, like well, restoration yeah, I mean, older buildings? Everything that's old has to be restored, you know, to, to its natural uh, the way it was years ago. That's restoration. This is newer, so it doesn't have that requirement. And what what do you mean by newer? It means it was built in the nineteen fifty. You know, this is sheetrock. So you sheetrock the walls. It's not plaster. It isn't brick. You know, it's, it's not. You know. It's, just so that's mean as part of the restoration job, they put in new walls to paint? Yeah, everything. Everything they, wherever, uh, whatever agreement they come to, they, uh, that's what they end up with. And when did you, 40 years ago, you started painting? How did you get into painting? Uh, my father was a painter, my grandfather. Really? He did a lot of Yale work, a lot of brick work, lead. And did they have their own company or? Yeah, it was a B&R painting restoration. BNR paint restoration. So that word restoration was there. Yeah. When did your grandfather start the company? Oh, God, probably in the 20s. 
And so for and did you know growing up you were always going to be a painter? No, not actually, no. What did you think you'd be? I didn't know, you know, it just uh, gradually, you know, I started doing it. And, uh, you know, often I hear from people who think they're not going to do what their parents did, yeah. and then they end up doing it because yeah. in the blood or something. Yeah, yeah. I started on the weekend. Where'd you grow up? Me, uh, New Haven. What part? Uh, I was born on Lloyd Street. And where'd you grow up? On Lloyd? In New Haven, yeah, Lennox Street, most of my life. At Lennox? Yeah. That's in the, that's also in Fairhaven? In the, in the, the um, Fairhaven Fair Heights. Heights. Yeah, yeah. So, do you still live there? No, nope. uh, my father passed away in 19 and uh, the, the, we uh, were out now. 2019? Yeah. So, you were still living with your dad? You were still living with your father? Yeah, like so I was taking care of him, you know. I took, I took care of him. And that was before the pandemic? Yeah. So you had your big thing happen before the... That's a big thing. Yeah, well, it made a difference because I would have not rather have passed from COVID, you know? Yeah. So and you took over the business from... What's your... Do you still no, have no, the... I work for a different company right now. So you decided not to go into your own business, the family business. You just, I mean, you went to the family yeah. business of painting. Well, it slowed down over the years. So, you know, I worked for different contracts. And who do you work for now? Me, Oliver Painting and uh, Construction. Oliver Painting and Construction? What's the difference between when you guys had your own family company and you worked for other people? Are there pros and cons? Uh, it was more uh, private work. We didn't really do state contracts. So, you know, is more, this a state? Oh, this isn't a state contract. Full city, you know, city housing. Uh-huh. So it was a different change. And so the work, you said you guys did a lot of Yale buildings. When you go around town, do you see buildings that you helped restore? Absolutely. So give oh. me some example. Like we drive around, what do you see? Uh, I did, well, I did a lot of the churches, uh, St. Antonio, uh, St. Mary's, St. Vincent's. St. Mary's. Uh, all the Pratt's. Um, I just did uh, Maxie Hall, Jefferson Hall with uh, Kay Mary's. I never heard of that. What is that? They're uh, the New Haven College. That's part of what, that's another part. University of New Haven? Yeah, there's a lot of different buildings. So St. Mary's Church, was that inside you painted or out? Inside the steeple, the outside. And do you go by and look at it? Do you say I did that? Sure, yeah, I did a lot of that. So you've done it 40 years, Robert. Yeah. And what's the secret? Tell me some secret that makes you good. So, you know, you could do the work today. What's something you'll be doing that you'll be doing well because you've done it for 40 years and you kind of learned the trade? Just being neat. You know, try to be neat. And, uh, you know, make sure that your, your work is, uh, you know, quality work. The sprayer, is it a, it's a machine? Yeah. How long you've been using a sprayer? I'm guessing 40 years ago you weren't using well, a sprayer. Uh, they probably I probably started in uh, more in the in the early 80s. Oh, that long. Yeah. Oh, that's how long you've been a painter. Yeah, I did. You know, so how I, how long you see yourself paint? Me probably till I died. <laughs> you think so? Tell me about that. More than less, huh? Tell me about that. Like you don't want to retire, to Florida, play bingo, and get the early bird special? Nah, nah. I just turned 60. Uh, Sunday, so. Happy birthday. What'd you do for your birthday? Are you feeling good? Like you feel you can work paint for a long Absolutely. time? Like, do you see yourself at 80 years old painting? Uh, my father did, so maybe, yeah. How old was he when he passed? Uh, 85. And you were taking care of him, so I'm guessing the last few years he wasn't able to paint? Yeah. How far did he get? Uh, probably 70, 78, 77. Yeah, he was out there doing his Now, some people say... I'm around your age. Some people say, well, are we supposed to retire at some point? And other people say, I'd be bored 
Like the work is what I do. And other people say your life isn't just work. Yeah. What well, do you think? Once you start moving, move, you know, stop moving, you lose your pain. You know? So you don't want to retire? No. Do you have an IRA? Yeah, anyway, it depends, you know. If the money's right, uh, probably you never know. What would you do with yourself? Would you enjoy your day if you're not painting? Absolutely. And is painting fun? Honestly, yeah, like what yeah, are you feeling today? Yeah. When you got up, you got up today. I'm having fun swaying, yeah. You got up yeah. in the morning and you came to work. So did you feel like I'm psyched to come to work? Did you feel like oh, another day? Well, I don't know about psyched, but you know, I, I, it's what you do. It doesn't bother me. You know? I'd rather be working than being idle. Mm -hmm. And where do you live now, bro? New Haven. Oh, you still live in New Haven? Yeah. What part of town? You don't tell me the street. Uh, in the hill. You live in the hill. Yeah. And how many kids you got? Seven. Wow. Oh. And are they all grown out of the house? Huh? Are they all out of the house? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah they're all grown. So you moved from Fairburn Heights to the hill. When your dad uh, yeah. passed, well, my, I actually uh, stay at a place that my grandfather uh, lived in. Oh, that's so nice! All the generations. Yeah. And what we, did your grandfather start the painting company? No, he was a gravestone carver at first, and a mason and stuff like that. Then he went into painting. No, my my father started the painting, but uh, you know he was there. You know? He worked for your father. No, he didn't work for him, but. He, you know, he, uh, he was involved in it. You know? So you're all second generation painter. It's just your dad who was the painter, not your grandfather. Well, he was a painter, but he, he didn't have a business. He, he painted for other yeah. people? Your grandfather? No, he worked for himself. The grandfather? But he, we didn't work with him. When, we, when I started, he was out because he passed in the early 80s. What I meant is he was a painter, but he would, didn't have that company your dad had. No. And what your dad's company game was? Yeah. And what was it, your dad's name? Same name, Did he teach you anything about painting that you remember when you're doing the job every day? Anything? You, did your father inspire you? Or is that just making yeah, it up? Yeah, well, back then it was different because we did a lot of uh, like the Italian picking in, you know, different colors and floors and stuff. So today is you know, all in acrylic. Can you tell me a little more about that? Because I don't understand that. Well, oil based. It used to be oil based paint? Yeah. Acrylic, and why did it change? Is that health reasons, or yeah, somewhat. Or is it just improving the technology that it lasts better? Does yeah. the paint last yeah, better when it's acrylic? Uh, it depends on where it's on. And what did it mean for you to be working when you made that switch from oil based to acrylic? It's easy because it's easy cleanup. Oh, yeah. So it's, and when did that change happen? When did it change? Well, in the seventies, eighties, nineties, it started to slowly switch over. You know. And how old were you when you started working with your dad? Me? Uh, probably 9, 10. 9, 10? Yeah. What school were you going to? Me? Uh, I went to a Memorial School in East Haven. Uh-huh. But you lived in New Haven? No, I was in uh, East Haven. Part-time. <laughs> Yo, you're a funny dude. Okay. And so you're nine, nine years old, you're going painting. That's young. Yeah. Well, I worked yeah. on the weekends. Was, was that fun as a nine-year-old to be with your dad painting? Well, yeah, sure. Did you make money or he didn't give you any money? So nine years old, you had your own money. Yeah. And did that make a difference when you were growing up? Did you have some kind of idea about how working and getting your money? Well, it makes a difference when you, you know, you're a kid and you got money. Your friends, you know, you don't have money. Mm -hmm. You're not working, so you know. And uh, Babs, do you have any questions for Robert? So, so Robert, um, do you have to be concerned about lead abatement in in these old buildings? No, it's usually taken out. Before you get here. Yeah, there's a special, um, you know, part of the company that will come and remove it. 
if it's there. Nobody comes in until it's gone. So that's that's not doing you. Yeah, no, no. And are you ever worried? You know, it's gonna be okay. No, I'm not worried. Not after this amount of time. So, what What's advice the- would you give um us homeowner uh people who want to like I have an apartment I want to paint. What do you suggest? What should I, what should be the first thing I do as a as a just a regular old person who's gonna paint a paint paint their apartment? It depends on what you want. You know, if you want to do the whole thing, just part of it. You know, I would say get a professional and get an estimate. Oh, really? Well, I mean, unless you're going to do it yourself. Mm. You know, I think that's what you're asking, right, Babs? If you can do it yourself, what advice does he have? If you're going to do it yourself, you've got to make sure that, you know, you can can handle it. You know, you don't want to get in a mix in a project that you don't finish. You know, so if you're going to, you know, as long as you can reach it, you know, it's not too strenuous for you. You're not going to get hurt. You know, there's a lot of things you got to look at, you know. Okay. But I mean, for right. the most part, you know, you have to, you know, you can, you can do the basic stuff, you know, without moving equipment, depending on what you need, you know. So, okay. I mean, yeah. Get someone that knows what they're doing, bring them over and, and have them, you know, give you a little run through on what you're expected to do, you know. So which party doing today? Doing steps, second floor, first floor? No, I'm doing the whole uh, rooms and closets upstairs. Which floor? Room. Second floor? Yeah. And then what, how many days will be on this property? You're going through the whole? Uh, it depends. Uh, it could be a couple weeks. On just month. this piece or on yeah. or across the, are you doing other properties too for Kensington Square? Yeah, we're doing a year project. A year project. Yeah. Oh, cool. I'm sorry, Babs. Did you have other questions for Robert? No, that's painting? it. I'm fascinated by this. Now I have to drive by and see. <laughs> There's a lot to it, <laughs> you know? What do you mean? Well, involved in it. It's not just most people think you just take a brush and and it's all over with. Tell me about that. Well, you got everything. You got to move equipment. You got to climb. You know, you got to prepare things. Set scaffolding. Depending on you know, these are lower to the ground. But when you start to get into the building aspect of it, you got a lot of work. Are you going to scaffolding today, or is today no, simpler? No, this is just sprayer inside residential uh, apartment units. Well, good job, Robert. Thank you so much for uh, chat with us. We're yeah, gonna no say problem. goodbye to Babs. We're gonna get you written down your name and number so we can send you the article. Okay. Babs, this is Paul and Robert signing off from Kensington and Edgeman on Love Babs Love Talk on WNHH New Haven's home for community radio. That was good. All right, I got my. So Harry, you could go right into the PSA, and I'll come back and talk about Robert and Paul and the painting. Let's <laughs> keep the rhythm going. I won't let nobody press up and mess up the scene I set. I like to stand in a crowd and watch the people wonder, damn. But think about it, then you understand. I'm just an addict, addicted to music. Maybe it's a habit. I gotta use it, even if it's jazz or the quiet storm. I hook a beat up, convert it into hip hop form. Write a rhyme and graffiti in every show you see me in. Deep concentration, cause I'm no comedian. Jokers are wild if you want to be tame. I treat you like a child and you're going to be named. Another enemy, not even a friend of me. Cause you'll get fried in the end when you pretend to be competing. Cause I just put your mind on pause and I complete when you compare my rhyme with yours. I wake you up and as I stare in your face, you seem stunned. Remember me, the one you got your idea from. But soon you start to suffer. The tuna get rougher when you start to stutter. That's when you had enough of fighting it to make you choke. You can't talk, you can't cope. You should have broke because I ain't And you're listening to WNH. HLP 103.5 FM streaming live at newhavenindependent.org
While COVID may not stop a baby's heart, isn't a child with a rising fever, cough, and chills enough to make your heart skip a beat? Children are 19% of reported COVID cases, with higher rates in Hispanic and Black children. Vaccinated six months to five-year-olds are 80% less likely to get COVID, which means 80% healthier New Haven one-year-olds and 100% happier New Haven parents. To learn more, visit nhvvax.org. Then you fake it. You're ready for the neighborhood tour. So EMCE, don't even try to be. When you come up to speak, don't even lie to me. You like to exaggerate, dream and imagine it. Then change the rhyme around that can aggravate me. So when you see me come up, freeze. Or you'll be one of those seven MCs. They think that I'm a new jack, but only if they knew that. They who think wrong or they who can't do that style that I'm doing. They might ruin patterns of paragraphs based on you and your RB DJ. If anything he play sound familiar, I'll wait to eat safe play him. So I'ma have the diss who broke. You can get a smack for this. I ain't no joke. Coming out sounding so similar It's like a fusing for you to remember the originator 
your best, go mess or test your highness. Unless you just address with best finesse and bless the paragraphs. I manifest and rap prime minister. Some say sinister, non-stop in the groove until when it's the climax, climax, relax and chill. Have a break from a take of me acting ill. Brain cells are lit, ideas start to hit. Next to the formation of words that fit. At the table I sit, making it legit. And when my pen hits the paper, Oh shit. I stop and stand strong over MCs and devour with the power of Hercules or Samson. But I go further to left, cause you can scout my cameo and I still have strength. And no, that's not a myth. And if you try to rip or get whipped, the man with the given gift of gab, your vocab, I only ignore. Be sleeping on your rhymes till I start to snore. You can't awake me or even make me fear your son, cause you can't do me none. So think about it if you're trying to go. When you wanna step to me, I think you should know that. Take two eyes to make a pair. <laughs> Brother, 
listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM, streaming live at newhavenindependent.org. <laughs> Welcome back to the second hour of Love Paths, Love Talk. That's some Bob Molly for you. I kind of needed it today. That's pretty good. Um, I forgot what I was talking about before we went on break. I was thinking, uh, uh, I appreciate you, Paul, for uh, getting that word on the street for the painters. Uh, I'm going to take his advice. I, I should I have somebody come in and give me a quote about how to paint. I, I just don't want it to be more than I can afford. But I won't know that until I give it a shot, right? And I have so much stuff in the way. But maybe I won't. Maybe I just want the trim done. Because I mean, I probably could handle the trim because I think the trim is just gloomy. <laughs> it just makes it gloomy, 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 you know. So I don't know. I don't want to get bogged down thinking about it. I'll leave it for uh, when the weather is lighter and I could open the windows, you know, because I still have more artwork that I want to hang. There's more things uh, like a new couch and, uh, you know, stuff like that. So I'd like to have my dining room become a dining room again. Because, you know, I miss having my friends over. Although it'll be porch season and soon. So they hang out. On, we hang out on the porch. We eat on the porch. We, you know, so so that's like my dining room, living room. Uh, so the weather, when the weather breaks, that'll happen again. And I think what I would do is I'm going to take my pillows. I'm not going to wash them at my house. I'm going to take them to the laundromat and just throw them all into one of the large commercial machines because they got to get washed. And uh, last summer, I was like washing them here. I was like, I'm not doing that again. I'll just take them all to the laundromat, throw them in, <laughs> and then throw them in the big dryer. That just makes more sense, you know. I probably should do the rug, too. The rug is filthy. I mean, it's outside, and, you know, animals and the whole thing. And um, So, yeah, so I'll, I'll, I might just do that. Uh, as I said to you, I'm, I'm heading up to the uh, Cheshire, to the Department of uh, Corrections, to talk to the, uh, the incoming cadets, correction officers, um, the new class, and to just give them a sense of how to be human in uniform. You know, I dare say I don't think anybody does not know how to be human. I'm not I'm not going down that path with them, but you know, just remind them that, you know, the uniform is not um uh, it's not um it doesn't give you it's not a a, a magic a magic outfit. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It doesn't it doesn't have special it doesn't have special properties. Uh you are human in that uniform as you are as the people you are guarding on the other side. So don't lose sight of that. Um, don't lose sight of that. I've not watched any news. I've not been paying attention to the news. I know people wish I would, but I just can't. So maybe I'll get back to it. We'll see. Uh, I, I don't know, you know, I think I'll get excited once it's time for, you know, once once all the candidates start declaring their their points, you know. And uh, 
We'll see what happens. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I just saw something that came across my, my feed that says, it turns out freshwater fish contain toxic forever chemicals. I'm telling you, we are killing ourselves. So freshwater fish are another source of toxic PFAs. Following a new analysis, the Environmental Working Group has confirmed that wild-caught freshwater fish are contaminated with toxic PFAs um, and why that's a big concern. Do we want to know why that's a big concern? I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I'm going I'm to tell you why it's a concern. Ugh. Is there nothing sacred? So uh, freshwater fish. So two million years ago, historians believe that some of humanity's earliest ancestors sat by one of Kenya's ancient waterways and ate catfish. This species still widely consumed today is incredibly common. In fact, you can find them in the surrounding waters of every continent, uh, Antarctica aside. But new research suggests that perhaps it's a smart idea to leave them be. And no, it's not about overfishing. Fish sentient, it's not about overfishing, fish sentience, or plastic pollution, which are arguably also valid reasons to stop eating fish. Instead, the study looked at PFAs, aka forever chemicals. PFAs have permeated many parts of our day-to-day -day existence. They have been found in clothing, carpets, upholstery, popcorn bags, shampoo, greaseproof paper, and recently meat and fish. But despite how widespread they are, studies indicate that these chemicals are far from good to us. In fact, they may be a big risk to our health and the environment, which is why it's time to be wary of foods that contain PFAs including freshwater fish. But first, what actually are PFAs? Well, thousands of industrial chemicals fall under the category of PFAs, which stands for per and polyfluoroalkyl substances. In many contexts, they're extremely help helpful. They're water and stain resistance. So they help to create water repellent clothing. For example, and nonstick cooking pans. But while they are useful, PFAs become considerably less appealing when you look at the impact that they could be having on human health. So could be having. According to the National Institute of Environmental Health Sciences, which is conducting ongoing studies into PFAs right now, research reveals possible links between human exposures to PFAs and adverse health outcomes. The latter includes fertility issues, reduced fetal growth, and a higher risk of some cancers and impaired immune systems. Why are they called forever chemicals? Well, not only are PFAs a risk to humans, but they're also an environmental menace. They have earned the nickname forever chemicals because quite simply, once they enter the environment, they don't biodegrade or disappear. 
once released in the environment, such as during manufacturing or leaching from a consumer product, PFAs tend to migrate in the water and remain intact for very long periods of time. Notes, chemical-focused nonprofit chem trust, noted by uh, chemical-focused nonprofit chem trust, this allows them to be transported over long distances. PFAs have been found in the environment all around the world, even in the most remote, remote areas such as the Arctic. In the Arctic, PFAs tend to get trapped inside the ice, but as the ice melts, which now happens more often due to rising temperatures, the PFAs are released back into the ocean at more concentrated levels, which has major consequences for the health of the water. The changing nature of sea ice with earlier and erratic periods of thaw could be altering, could be altering the processing and release of pollutants alongside key nutrients, which in turn affects biota at the base of the marine food web. <sighs> so uh, this is according to uh, environmental chemist Crispin Halsall, who led the research on PFAs back in 20 in the Arctic in 2021. So are there toxic PFAs in freshwater fish? With PFAs contaminating the ocean, it stands to reason that fish would be impacted too. And following a new analysis, the Environmental Working Group, EWG, has confirmed that wild-caught freshwater fish are contaminated with toxic PFAs. In fact, it stated that eating just one serving of freshwater fish in the U.S. could be the same as drinking highly contaminated water every day for one whole month. Get out of here. The most affected fish, catfish, alongside species of bass. It is also noted that fish caught near urban areas had the worst levels of PFAs. Of course, of course they would. Of course they would. It's not the first study to suggest that locally caught fish contain high amounts of PFAs. In March of 2022, the New York State Department of Health suggested that the reason Burmese refugees in Syracuse had high levels of PFAs in their blood was that they had, they had been eating locally caught fish. Ugh. So how do we avoid PFAs in our food? How do we do this? Avoiding freshwater fish isn't easy for everyone. As the EWG notes, for low-income communities, catching fish locally is often a more affordable option than heading to the grocery store. And for some indigenous communities, fishing is a key part of tradition and culture. For that reason, the EWG senior scientist Tasha uh, Stobers, PhD, says that identifying sources of PFAs exposure is an urgent public health priority. So Scott Farber says the group's senior vice president for government affairs said the companies polluting the water supplies, like municipal landfills, for example, need to be held accountable. Oh, God, everybody needs to be held accountable. There's so much accountability that needs to be held. <laughs> for decades, polluters have dumped as much 
PFAs as they wanted into our rivers, streams, lakes, and bays with impunity, he said in a statement. We must turn off the tap of PFA's pollution from industrial discharges, which affect more and more Americans every day. <sighs> so PFAs aren't just found in freshwater fish. And so while levels are lower, they have also found been found in farmed fish. And in 2019, evidence of PFAs was also found in chocolate cake. What? As well as cod, shrimp, and meat products like ground turkey, steak, hot dogs. And last February, samples of beef from a small Michigan farm contained dangerous levels of PFAs. Even vegetables can be impacted if they're grown with water that contains PFAS. So scientists are working on a solution to all of this contamination. Last summer, researchers discovered that PFAS could be destroyed with sodium hydroxide, for example. But until this or other solution goes mainstream, the truth is right now it's very difficult to guarantee that the food on your plate is totally free of toxic chemicals. Okay, so the point of this is just eat because you're going to die. <laughs> But if it's accessible to you, one way to reduce your chance of eating fish containing PFAS is not to, is not is to not eat it. Instead, you can consider trying one of the vegan fish alternatives on offer. Yeah, but the vegan fish is made of plants, and if the plants are watered with PFAS chemicals, plus they also are better for the ocean and they don't support overfishing. So to help to find out what's the best plant-based fish for you, they've compiled a guide of 13 seafood options. Let, let me look at this list. Is there a list from shrimp to scallops? Well, I don't eat scallops anyway or shrimp, so I'm not going to want to eat them vegan style. Uh, so good catch. Gardein. Um, is a pioneer in the vegan fish sector. Although I don't think I've had their fish. I might try that if they got something that I'd be interested in. Uh, the fishless fillets and the mini crabless cakes are widely available across the U.S. and major, most major supermarkets. So I know the Gardein products and I like their products. I've not had their fish products. Uh, all vegetarian, which is another, uh, or, or, uh, um, I don't know. I don't know about them. But people kind of like them, so try them out. Um, bee Leaf, B-E-L-E-A-F, Bee Leaf. They are a handful of companies making vegan shrimp, but Bee Leaf may be the only one mass-producing plant-based ribbon fish, a.k.a. salmon steaks. The tender piece of vegan seafood is made with a mix of soybeans, wheat, gluten, seaweed, and spices to nail that flaky fish texture and that clean salmon taste. Unlike animal-based salmon, this fillet is easy to cook. Bonus, you don't have to worry about you don't have to worry about any bones. <laughs> the brand also makes fish fillets, calamari, tuna, uh, sashimi, and salmon sashimi. Well, I, I guess I'll go look for them. That might be interesting. Jinka is looking if you're looking for looking for some major una, umami to smear on your bagel, 
try Jinka's vegan tuna fish spread. Not quite cream cheese, not quite tuna salad. This smearable, slightly textured tuna works as a dip. All right, consider that. And then uh, Sophie's Kitchen. Yes, the vegan seafood is excellent, but we're really in love with the tagline, plant-based seafood that's tasty AF as fish. <laughs> the long-standing vegan company makes an assortment of fishy products, including breaded shrimp and fish fillets, sliced salmon, smoked salmon, crab cakes, and canned tuna, O-O-N-A, T-O-O-N-A. So if you're looking for a plant-based seafood, Sophie's is a stellar one-stop shop. Uh, Loma Linda, whether you're looking for canned or poached uh, vegan tuna, the Loma Linda brand has you covered. And while we've already mentioned a few plant-based tunas on this list, the flavors of this brand are absolute standouts. So tasty varieties include Thai sweet chili, lemon pepper, spring water, hello, vegan spicy tuna. And then uh, let's see, I got I got a caveat, caviart. I guess that's caviar. So if you want caviar, there you go. Uh, Goldilocks, which is if you want some locks, Goldilocks, get it? Ha. Huh. And then uh, Hungry Planet. I'm going to go look for these places and give them a try. And the plant-based seafood company and uh, and the vegan, vegan finest foods, current foods. So there you go. Are you up for trying some uh, vegan fish, Harry? Am I up for trying vegetables? Yes. <laughs> I'm always down. I'm Plants. always down. I'm always down with eating vegetables. I'm not. I'm not down with calling something something else. And then, you know, I, don't tell me vegan fish. That's you start <laughs> off by lying to me. I don't want it. Harry, you can call things whatever you want to call them. Oh, I know. These days, you can call it anything. <laughs> um, but. You know, you know what they what's available right now, Babs. Um, they have the the Popeyes fish sandwich. Oh, is it back? It's back. Oh, how long, Harry? Do I need I to know. go and get it today? Cause... I can't have it, but oh, why? Because there's too many points. Too many points. I want it though, Harry. Uh, you, but... it's really like even if you sacrifice points, it's too many points. Well, I sacrificed points yesterday. We had pizza. When's the so... last time you sacrificed? Wait, did you leave points on the table? No, no. Yesterday, I was exactly ten points over. What? Yeah. So I mean, okay, don't get crazy now. It doesn't affect much because I have the weekly points. So, but I, it's hard to do it twice in a week. Um, but yeah, I do want that fish. I saw the commercial. Really? Because you know that that had it, Harry. Is that commercial loco? I guess it was. It was. I think it was on so channel. What did eight. they say? It's back. <laughs> I don't know how long it's been back for, right? So you might go and they say, "Oh well, it's gone. It's over." <laughs> I want to try the fish because you raised about. It. I pulled into the little drive thru and they were like, "Oh no, we don't have it anymore. We don't know when it'll be back." I was like. You, um... I was like, okay. You're killing the the fish vibe right now. <laughs> what do you mean I'm killing the fish? Oh, because of the because of the um the toxins. The toxins in it. 
I mean, really, there's toxins in everything right now. Yeah, I mean, well, know, yeah, you, they are. You know how many um, everything that we eat has plastic in it too. So it's like, yeah, yeah, we're so, we're gonna die. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's like you said. So the moral of the story is we're dying. We're gonna die. <laughs> doesn't matter what you eat and it's like you said right so wait a minute so eat everything vegan but all the vegetables get watered <laughs> with the water coming from you know so it doesn't matter so yeah. we're like uh yeah we're on a fast track i mean but let's face it Babs. like for a good 60 years the life expectancy has been going up and up and up right so although i think it's starting to come down now yeah, it's starting to come down and actually it, it recently came but i mean you got to look at the last few years of covid of course <laughs> life expectancy is going to come down right so I, I don't think it's fair <laughs> to you know grade having covid in them but so you know they of course they have to go away listen there's just no way we're going to be able to sustain social security all of this stuff Let's add some more toxins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that a strategy, Harry? Okay. Yeah. There's just no way we're going to oh be able my to sustain God. an old population. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is that the strategy? So we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to get rid of people on this end and we're going to get rid of people on this end. Yeah. Because as, especially <laughs> there's not enough, America's not producing enough young people to join the workforce to take care of the old people who have paid into the social security system which is almost bankrupt is bankrupt basically because they keep robbing from it so we we either have to lower the amount of old people or increase the amount of young people but well you see that you see there's a there's a a, a thing underfoot to raise the social security age which well, I think is unfair. No social Security, they expect you not to live that long when they put in Social Security, right? So it was like, ooh, 62. That's, that sounds really old. Uh, most people were dying by then. So it's like, yeah, well, you know, they'll get four years out of the 35 years they put in. That, that doesn't sound too bad. I, I'm getting my Social Security, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're do, you ever do you ever check in, Harry, and see how much you get? They send. I've checked, I've checked a couple of years ago. Was that? I think it was at like fourteen hundred or some old mess. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it should be more. Well, they're probably already lowering the benefit. I, I've. <laughs> they usually send something stating that you know. Yeah, they do send it, and and you could check online too. Like you could go online and and you could go look up like. I mean, when when I got injured that I was on Social Security disability for a while. Yeah, you could, cut, you could go you could go check. Yeah, my cut was pretty good. Um, but I don't know if disability you get more. I'm not sure. I don't know. But I had a pretty good cut. So. I'm, but all of that is coming down, right? So they've raised it. They've done the COLA thing, right? And they've they've tried to raise it with 
the interest rates and all of that stuff. And this is what this is what I'm gonna tell people to do: eat more fish. <laughs> eat more fish. Babs is not gonna eat more fish. He's gonna try to get. No, no, I'm not going to eat more fish. <laughs> no, you're gonna try to get your social security check. You just want to knock off everybody I'm, else. I'm a... <laughs> more for me, Harry. More for me. I mean, I I don't know. I I don't I don't know what to do, Harry. I I swear. You know, you have to exercise and eat right. But exercising, eat right is dangerous, right? <laughs> yeah, you don't want to take too much oxygen in. You know <laughs> and you don't want to expel too much oxygen because that hurts the environment. Oh, so I don't I don't I don't know what they want to do here, Harry. I don't I think I, if I if I had an opportunity to build a house, I would build a house with an air cleaner in it. You ever see these houses with no, but, the whole HEPA you know, thing? See, that's the that's the whole problem, right? And you know how much that those those types of houses hurt the environment, but so it's like it's it's like I saw an interview with Bill Gates, right? And the lady says, uh, you're trying to lim- you know, get people to go on EVs and all of this stuff. So she's like, but one trip to Europe that you took the other day it's like 300 cars on the road for a year <laughs> in your jet and he, and he was He's like, like listen got, i can't drive to europe he got a fed he, he was like offended he's like yeah, yeah but i i purchased uh, a lot of credits environmental credits mm-hmm. you know that will nope you don't get a pass bill right? exactly you know just well, because i can't pass. just because i can't buy a thousand trees <laughs> doesn't mean that i should get punished <laughs> right he's like well i you know i put a thousand trees in the amazon or something I, you know what you might it might be a good idea harry to stack your house with plants do you have plants at your house no because i don't like the gnats what oh there's ways you could get around the gnats harry i mean there if you're a gardener gardening there's ways to get rid of that, won't, I, that you won't even notice if I could figure that out, I would, you know, do an indoor garden in my basement. But I just know. In the basement? Like, do you have a light? Do you have windows in the basement? No. You need I'll, light. I'll create something, you know. I'll see. You're a mad scientist. I'll kill the environment oh <laughs> in the process God. of. But you got a deck, right? You could put, you could grow plants on the deck. Yeah, that's true. You could, you could have a container garden. On your back deck. I can see you, Harry, growing some tomatoes. I can see you growing some peppers. I've bought... What other stuff do Puerto Ricans like? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sofrito. Well, you can't grow that. (laughs) No, you got to make it. You You got to make it. But you could could grow the ingredients. Yeah, the ingredients. Uh But um, So I've, I've bought like these sacks where you could grow bananas in a sack this in a sack and you know that's what that's end of the world stuff <laughs> where <laughs> you know we're not going to be able to go to the supermarket so i'm just going to prop up my sacks Wait, what? and hope there's no toxins in the water while i'm feeding i'm sorry harry you know they're going to be toxins in the water and in the air <laughs> i know right Nuclear, a nuclear holocaust happens, and uh, Harry's and trying to. We don't even got away from the nuclear holocaust. Any <laughs> bomb or any any low level bomb, Harry, just doing the environment. Oh my God! No, you didn't. I got banana sacks. 
Okay. <laughs> I say you plant put some plants up in your house. We become horticulturists. No, no plants in the house. You should you know, have plants in the house. Because they'll clean the air. It drives me crazy when when Norma brings plants and stuff because there's always gnats. Harry, just do a search, a Google search and say, how do you get rid of gnats for houseplants? And you'll get 50 million ways to how to do it. And you know, you know me, I get OCD about it. So it'd be like 50. Tracks. I'll be bothering Karen. It's like if I see one gnat, she has to, she's basically on in her shirt. Cause I'm like <laughs> spraying the whole house, trying to get that one gnat that I saw. Oh, so you part of the problem. Yeah, fly you across know, that's my an face. aerosol. That's polluting your own air. Yeah, Karen goes, I didn't see anything. You're crazy. And I'm like, I saw this thing fly oh the, from the corner of my eye in my peripheral vision. I saw a little gnat, so I got to catch it. You know, so you, you're not going to do well at the end of the world at the apocalypse. You're no, just not going to do well. Cause I'm not because, you know, in order to survive, you need people. <laughs> and I don't like people. So that's going to be a problem. <laughs> it's going to be like, oh my God. Well, maybe you could learn to start liking people, Harry. Can I take Just this for person the, in? For the, for the survival. I'll oh, be like, what? Oh my God. What, uh, what talents do you bring to my group? <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's what you're going to have to do. Right? Like, that's that's just how it's going to go down. That's just how it's going to have to go down. We're going to have to, like, weed out people. We're going to have to weed out. And you got to yeah. bring children along. We can't not have children because they're the future. <laughs> well, I don't know. At that point, do you have a future? I mean, there's always a future, Harry. Now, <laughs> it's it's basically surviving until the last second i'm telling you you've not watched the show yet the last of us you've not oh, been, i haven't has I it finished you. yet no it hasn't finished i think it's got a few more episodes i'm behind so i gotta catch up before before sunday before the next one i'll be too behind mm. well i'm completely be behind. behind i'll wait till it's completely till done. it's done and then you just binge it all yeah, yeah. i i get that yeah yeah, because I I might I might join you in that regard, but I kind of look forward to watching it now that I'm you know six shows in or something, or several shows in. So, all right. You know they well, can, they canceled that um show on Amazon Prime. I think I'm the. Oh my God, who's the author, Babs? You know the author. Um, Kindred. Yeah. Octavia Butler, yeah. Octavia Butler, they canceled it already. Yeah. And I was planning on binging, but I'm not going to binge something that They're not doesn't have finish. a second season. Yeah. Well, just read the book. So it's harrowing. I I, I would I wouldn't have picked that one to to I would not have picked that one that book to be a miniseries. I think it's a lot. <laughs> I just think it it's a lot. lot the, the previews look it's it's just a lot like a lot <laughs> it's I, like, I, the on. book was a lot harry like the book was just like i was like wait a damn minute 
I tell you, I had to go all the way to the end to see how it ended. Cause I was just like, I, I can't take this. This is a roller coaster ride. I want to get off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I literally want to get off. <laughs> yeah. See, no. right now I've I've gone from the dystopian um survival series type oh. books. Okay. To <laughs> Paul is laughing over here. So now I'm now I'm on the dystopian uh Christian. Oh, the ones where they get the rapture and oh yeah. I, I don't like those books either. I was like so uh, I'm on the second book, Tribulation Force. Okay, God bless you. So Can suffering, you just read some James Bond or something. Get some get some other books. Read some spy books, espionage. Yeah, Karen be like, um, could we I go, well, we should start something new. She said, could it could it not be uh end of the world type stuff? I'm like, <laughs> like, what do you mean? I, I like that stuff. She's like, She's I like, don't want I don't want to be of that. Can we read a romance novel? Damn. She's like, I don't want to be <laughs> contemplating the end of the world every time we watch something. I'm like, well, <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I'm with uh, her. That's my thing. <laughs> oh my God. I know I'm with you, Harry. I like that end of the world stuff too. But gosh, I get it. I balance <laughs> mine though, because you know I watch Hallmark Channel. So you don't watch Hallmark Channel. <laughs> no, that's just yeah, that's you, not you in my um... you don't balance out. You just go hardcore, rapture, end of the world, dystopian, monsters, famine, disease, anarchy. Yeah. No. You gotta balance it out with some romance. Like I could see movies like um 2012 over and over again. No, 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 no. Um Greenland. Have you seen Greenland? I'm not seeing any of that. Where you know media start hitting the earth and they're trying no. to survive. I saw Independence Day, that's it. <laughs> and the <laughs> day before, the day after. Remember that movie? I saw that one. So yeah. So. All right. Well, it's time for us to go. Um, Anru is our guest tomorrow, so he'll be on at 10:15. So we'll get we'll 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 cleanse ourselves from from all this foolishness, and then uh, Friday I got uh, uh, some guests on uh, Constance Royster and Frank Mitchell for the uh, exhibit the uh, Constance Baker Motley exhibit at the uh, Window and Tony Harp Museum at the Q House. So, all right, have a good day. I'm on my way up to uh, Department of Corrections in Cheshire to speak to the incoming. Uh, uh, cadets, correct. So what do you tell them? Like, uh, be nice, be nice. Yeah, that uniform is not a, that's that that uniform is not a, is a, not a superhero. If you pull uniform. me over, don't yell at me. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, these are correction officers, they're gonna be correction officers. Oh, okay, oh, oh, even worse. All right, yeah, I know. Anyway. See you tomorrow. You're listening to Love Bad Love Talk on WNHH LP 103.5 FM. Two years ago, a friend of mine asked me to say some MC rhymes. So I said this rhyme I'm about to say. The rhyme was there, but then it went this way. Took a test to become an MC. And Orange Cliff became amazed at me. So Larry put me inside. Because it
in the world that run the level like a cold chill out a party in the